Hello. It's been a while since I've video casted, but I've had a lot on my mind. And what I've been thinking about this morning is the consciousness shift that has to uh, take place for humanity to escape the trap that they're caught in. And they're going to have to learn a lot of people. Uh, there's people with different types of imbalance, uh, people with who are lacking in many different types of uh, skills, lacking in knowledge, uh, lacking in care for themselves and for uh, their other co-creators. And one of the main skills and character traits that I've been thinking about this morning is courage and the will to disobey authority. And obedience to authority is what has created this entire prison planet. Uh, male dominator being the authority, the weak beta male or beta female or just overly feminine de-emasculated man and woman who have no will to resist, no knowledge of the difference between right and wrong, so they're not able to recognize what the authorities and master, slave masters, male dominators, uh, what their demands are based in violence uh, because they are threatening people with punishment, uh, violent punishment, you know, jail time, jail sentences, they're threatening people financially, uh, people lack knowledge of how the financial system works, they don't understand what the, what the Federal Reserve even is. I talk to people on, um, you know, social media sometimes and in person too, who still think the government prints money. They, they've never look, once looked into the operations, the ins and outs of the operations of the uh, fiat dollar economy. And they're just completely ignorant and nescient and knowledge, lacking knowledge of exactly how they're being enslaved and that they are enslaved. It's really sad, but what, what, what we're going to see in the next 20 years, I feel, is uh, a sort of Darwinistic survival of the uh, fittest scenario of... Um, because, the, you know, obedience to authority is... In this day and age, a death sentence. And the people who are stuck in that mindset of playing the game by the rules, your time's limited. You know, the clock's ticking. The Fed can't, uh, they can't feed everyone forever. And that's by design. They set it up that way. Anybody can look into it. A great documentary is A Century of Enslavement. It's on YouTube, uh, the history of the Federal Reserve, and it's just, you know, the, this point in time, from my perspective, which is a Midwest kind of middle class, uh, you know, average American, I would say that there's a lot of cowardice in the men and women in society and a lot of desperation and a lot of these people think that they're going to make it out of this 
trap without having to step on anyone's toes or upset anybody or that they can comply you know with the dictates of government of uh, the economy they can just do their job uh, and keep the same job you know for the rest of their life and and um, you know some people have accepted their fate as far as I'm concerned I wouldn't I wouldn't even consider doing an average person job I mean I grew up in, in school, private schools, but they were modeled after, you know, the public school system, so that after what the amount of energy that was stolen from me and coerced and tricked out of me, you know, 25 years of my formative teenage and young adult years, 25 uh, years of, you know, eight-hour work days, five days a week with no pay. You know, not that just because you're getting paid somehow makes it fair. If you, again, if you look into uh, how the Fed operates, you know, how, what real natural law property rights are, because that's one of the solutions that I want to talk about today is people have got to learn what their, what belongs to them under natural law outside of man's immoral legal system that has no basis in reality, makes no logical sense on any level, is blatantly corrupt and blatantly favors the money, the rich, the printers of the money, the people who already have power, blatantly flavors them. You know, it's it's a basically obeying a system like that is sacrificing your soul to the altar of Satan and just giving yourself over with no will to resist and begging for the mercy of pure satanic demons. So, you know, that's a, a very feminine imbalanced way of attempting to navigate and survive in this world. And by design, the system counts on people being imbalanced. Um in various different ways and if you if you are imbalanced and operating on an imbalanced mindset you're gonna get uh, used up and thrown away and uh, the system will extract your soul drag it through the mud for the rest of your life and throw it in the garbage you know when they're done with you and no they won't remember your name you you're very few close people who are close to you may remember you fondly, but as far as the system is concerned, your batteries that have been drained and need to be recycled. So that's how they treat the majority of people. And again, I kind of like to just ramble during my podcast and uh, see where my mind takes me because there's so many different aspects to so many different pieces of this puzzle that you gotta focus, you know, you gotta see both the details, uh, the zoomed in perspective with the left brain, the analytical mind, to have an accurate understanding of what the actual details are. You know, accurate data on the microcosmic level of each individual aspect of the problem in the prison planet. And for, for a lot of these topics, that's a big job in and of itself for each topic, you know, understanding the ins and outs of what happened on 9-11, for example, take uh, quite a bit of study. 
but it's definitely worth doing. You know, it's not something people should run away from. Same with the Federal Reserve System. Understanding exactly what's being, what the Fed is, how it works, what the effects of it are, very, very important information. That's the context of with, with which we're playing on the chess game, you know, of, of the spiritual battlefield, you could call it, or the chess game of life. Those are the pieces that are on the board. The uh, Federal Reserve, the military-industrial complex, the secret space programs, the dark shadow government. All, all of that stuff matters. People have got to learn not to run away from that kind of information. Because um, if you're running away from it, well, then you're letting fear win. And uh, you're not going to be able to... Uh, insulate yourself from its uh, machinations and you're going to be powerless to defend yourself against the uh, jabs, hooks, the uh, you know backstabs, all, all of these evil forces they're strategizing against you and against the human race in general and every member of the human race and if you're not, if you don't have your head out of your ass and looking around on the battlefield, you're just not going to see things coming. And, you know, that's a very dangerous place to be. You know, if, if your head's buried in the sand, well, then your ass is in the air. And uh, now it's not a good, not a good mindset in the current age, ignorance, um, Magical thinking on on some level, you know, when it's imbalanced, it's not going to get you anywhere. And we see a lot of that in society. We see that coming from all different angles. Christians, law of attraction types, uh, talking about manifesting money. You know, for the Christians, it's, well, God, God will provide money. And if I pray hard enough, a, a check will just show up in the mail, signed by God. And, um, yeah, maybe that worked for one person, but never really worked for me. I mean, the other day I was running down my new street and, um, found some lottery tickets on the ground and, you know, something that someone had thrown out of their truck. And I was like, well, what if that's my winning lottery ticket? And so I picked them up and brought them home and I never fucking play lottery because I kind of thought through it enough times to realize that it's kind of just a desperate, hopeless, um, scam, but, uh, I don't know, I, I looked at the ticket, and it was a crossword puzzle, and all the, all the words synced up, and, um, I was like, well, that looks to me like it's a winning ticket, but then I found three or four more of them that all looked like winning tickets, because they had all the words filled in, and I was like, well, what, did I just win $600,000 by walking down the street and picking up trash? I don't know, I just never played lottery and uh, didn't quite understand. So so they weren't winning tickets, basically, is the conclusion we came to, because um, that would probably be too good to be true, you know. But um, there's a big focus uh, with the whole law of attraction community about manifesting money. Big, big... And for understandable reasons, when you understand how the Fed works, you realize nobody has enough money, ever. Uh, the Fed itself can't pay its own bills, you know? It's just not... That's the whole point. 
That's the whole point of the Fed, is so that nobody ever has enough money. And when you really connect all the dots of, of what the Fed is, and all the effects it has downstream of all of these businesses, these corporate entities, large corporations and small corporations, all obeying the dictates of the Fed and the government, what it creates is basically a sacrifice of the earth to an invisible demonic force, to the Fed itself, which is nothing but a computer program. So it's basically, as long as people keep obeying it, a uh, machine that does nothing, accomplishes nothing other than sacrificing all of life to really nothing, because the Fed, the Fed itself is just computer software. And, uh, so it's basically a way to trick people into killing the planet and killing themselves. And what people have to realize is, you know, based, if you're playing the game the way that, that you've been told to play it, the nice way, which is more of like a desperate type of niceness, more so than a niceness out of, uh, genuine care and genuine hearts, heart-based, you know, a choice coming from abundance and actual care that's resonates with the heart and, and the mind and makes sense logically. That's not why people are nice and polite in the modern day. It's more so out of a quiet type of desperation and not not wanting to attract attention to, to themselves, just wanting to go along to get along obeying authority, doing their job, trying to live and float in their boat, even though there's uh, holes in their boat, financially, you could say. If you were to look at each individual's personal finances as a boat, and then the whole economy as a river or an ocean, everybody's got holes in their boat. And... The holes are very, very obvious, and nobody seems, everyone just seems to accept that as normal. And they're all having to work overtime just to stay above water. And no amount, you know, and that's by design. It's built into the uh, taxation is one of the holes. The taxes that you pay, sales tax, property tax, income tax, all kind of other taxes. Each one of those are individual holes that are poked in your boat. And rent giant gaping hole right in the floor of most people's boats like the bulk of their paycheck goes to rent and that's a parasitic but all all of those examples so far and there's more are all examples of parasites not just holes in the boat but these are just parasites they're feeding parasitical entities who are claiming ownership of your energy of your property the landlord um the landlord relationship like that sounds so feudal doesn't it it sounds like some sort of slave relation master slave relationship and that's because it is landlord tenant relationships are just accepted as normal in 2020 in modern america and that's unacceptable people have to snap out of this mindset that all that all this obedience to authority and and the economy and the landlord-tenant relationship and the banks claiming they own your fucking house. You know, like, uh, from, I just signed, like, a 30-year fucking mortgage, right? And what kind of, what kind of shit is that, you know? Totally unacceptable. 
the bank claiming that they own my house for the next 30 years and then I have to be their fucking personal work servant for 30 years. So you know what you know what kind of changes are going to happen in the next 30 years? Like if if you think that this dollar economy is going to last another 30 years, like it's such a blatantly obvious trap at this point and a delusion. It's just not going to last. And the, the quicker people realize that and stop obeying, you know, the, the better off they're going to be in the long run. It's almost like, again, survival of the fittest. And the people who learn the, the quickest are going to be insulated. They're going to be protected spiritually, physically, financially protected. There's going to be the uh, early adapters, you could say. And, uh, again, it takes a lot of courage, a lot of... Um, masculine kind of warrior spirit to uh, say no to authority disobey to stop paying your taxes you know to like it's it's such such a trap at this point that people have to learn how to not pay their landlords rent and not move out and not obey the police when the police show up disobey the police and return gunfire you know if it comes down to that that's what that's where it's at like obeying these people is not an option at this point because with the money printing, you know, people are working overtime just to keep their boat above water. All the the feds just continually gets worse and worse every year. So there's going to come a point where people will be spending 100% of their energy and then their boat's going to sink financially and they'll be out on the street. That's how the machine works. It's been doing that for decades. It's already happened to countless people. And nobody seems to feel sorry for these people when it happens to them. But as soon as it happens to you, all of a sudden it's not fair, right? So, it's a very, very drastic shift in behavioral patterns, hardwired behavioral patterns, because a lot of these people, you know, these middle class types have been obeying, obeying the system, playing this game their entire life, and that's the way of life that's hardwired into them at this point, and they don't know another way. Not only do a lot of them not know another way, but they don't even recognize the trap that they're in. They don't see the holes in their boat. They don't see the storm coming of the next economic collapse. I see it coming. It's supposed to, supposed to come this year. You know, that's going to send a lot more people out on the street. A lot more people are going to be pissed. And a lot of, a lot of people are going to be confused. It's going to be a hard time for a lot of people. But again, that's what obedience to authority creates. So people have got to uh, grow up out of that, grow up here. And uh, even if it means they have to risk their life to um, not comply with evil, you know, that's what it's going to take. And that's an eternal truth. Um, to maintain freedom, you've always got to be able to um, say no to evil to male dominators, even if it, even if they're threatening you with death, you know it's like give give me liberty or give me death. Whoever said that a long time ago is a good quote. But the warrior spirit is necessary more now, or as much now as it ever has been, to um, escape these economic, you know, demonic machinations of government and uh, Federal Reserve money printing system. People got to snap out of it, and uh, there's strength in numbers, you know. So if multiple people 
can a network together and all kind of come into an agreement that the uh, you know recognize what the truth of the matter is what's going on how they're all in this sinking ship together they'll have a lot better chance of resisting um, the enforcers you know the police and whoever else decides to show up and and kick you out or your neighbors out on the street or it's a big manipulation but the police are the ones um, with the guns that uh, you, you can really just ignore the bankers. The bankers can be ignored. The uh, politicians can be ignored because they're not going to show up at your house with guns. But at the end of the day, you've got to be stronger. you got to be faster. you got to be better armed. You've got to be more organized than, than the enforcers. The, the police, military, the G4S, I think they're called uh, paid private mercenary groups, you know, private security groups. A lot of these um, evil corporations and, uh, you know, even government will sometimes hire private mercenaries to do their dirty work. So any type of anybody who wants freedom or any group that wants freedom has got to be able, got to be able to uh, learn how to do battle, physical battle with groups like that and put them, put them down, send them where they belong because it's a hundred percent required at this time coming forward there's there's not really a way around it you know you can't buy your way out of this it's just not going to happen people and as a whole the whole system is designed so that people can't buy their way out of slavery that's the whole purpose of the fed for the federal reserve and um it's it's literally mathematically impossible for everyone to buy their way out of out of slavery so obedience is not not ever going to be the solution to uh um you know it's like you can't vote your way out of it you're not going to um you're not going to work your way out of it at, at, you know in these minimum wage jobs just not going to happen so desperate times require desperate means and uh, it's about time that the masculine kind of warrior righteous warrior spirit wakes up and starts taking action because uh, the clock's ticking, you know, this this uh, fake fiat economy is not going to last much, I don't know how much longer, but, I, you know, as, as long as it continues, every single day, there's more and more innocent people being sacrificed, there's more trees being cut down, more resources being wasted, more useless products being churned out. Apple's a big example, they're computers have built-in obsolescence so that you have to buy more just because they need to pay their bills so they design their iPhones to only last five years so that you'll have to go and buy a new iPhone so that they can pay their bills but you know it's just obedience to authority again so uh, it's quite crazy because as I was saying it's getting um, more and more desperate over time as the machine crumbles uh, more and more. It's kind of amazing, really, that people were even able to reproduce in an environment like this. I mean, they didn't really effectively do that, you know, but it's still just the fact that they were, I mean, even that's being just attacked by, uh, with the vaccines and everything else, making it really difficult. Again, the economy, the economic hardship, like, you know, and the system is just so heartless. They expect, you know, pregnant women and mothers 
to, to just cooperate and comply with this madness and they, they'll give them you know like a one month leave off their shitty job and then you're expected to be back back working when you've got a newborn kid and they're just like don't care don't care about any of that you know it's all fake fake money that um designed again to just sabotage sacrifice everyone to um i don't know what they're even sacrificing it to satan i guess some sort of luciferian but the, the net effect is that they're tricking people into killing themselves. And they're tri tricking the entire, you know, human population into self-sabotage, total destruction. And, uh, you know, taking the earth down with it, all the animals too. So, you know, people care about themselves and uh, other life forms. They really got to develop all sides of their personality. Not just their caring feminine side, but also their, like, masculine will to, will to resist, basically. Uh, which, which, you know, requires physical training of uh, the body. Because there's people who are training right now, and, and always have been, to take your rights away. And if you're not able to out-muscle the muscle men, well, you're at their mercy and, and they're heartless, you know, cowards. So... If you can't, you know, take out a hundred of them, good luck being free in this, in this, um, the way, the way the world is right now, they, in these mid-sized cities, you know, like Springfield is a good example, they've got a standing army police force, maybe three, three, 300 people, I don't know, but I heard it was about 300 cops, right? And they, they all got each other's backs. They're in a gang together. There's other gangs backing them up. National Guard is one of those things people always throw out as soon as you talk about rebellion. Well, they're like, well, the National Guard would back them up. I was like, well, does that change anything? That means you better train extra, even more hard. You know, you better, you better not be derping off and wasting your time with things that you know are not uh, good for you. You know, because there's... um mind-controlled, order-following psychopaths, you know, whipped up into, like, a, a fighting force by controllers who uh, want you dead. And it's like this Mark Pascio song on his band, The Founders, he has a song called The Animating Contest for Freedom where it's uh, kind of an eternal thing here and there, but when you notice you're, you're under a threat and under attack, it kind of, if you care about yourself, again, and that's a choice. People have the choice of whether they want to care about things or whether they'll just uh, apathetically let it all go, go to destruction. kind of the uh, devolutionary force of just apathy, not caring, don't even bother, don't even bother learning anything, just kind of go on inertia and let other people control your life. It's kind of, and a lot, uh, you know, a lot of people have that mindset, and again, a lot of, large portion of that is a choice, maybe not all of it, you know, with the traumatic aspect of it, but... Certainly, the the element of choice is always there with people, so. 
they just, they really got to grow up. And, uh, you know, it starts with me. Like, I don't really waste my time on things that I know are going to hurt me anymore. And a big part of that is le learning what's going, learning what's good for you and accepting the truth once there's enough information to really reasonably accept it as a truth. So I do a lot of running, a lot of training, some martial arts training, you know, the best that I can do living completely alone and isolated from any type of community, which is kind of how Americans are. Again, uh, one thing I wanted to say was that there, you're going to see a lot of Americans die off because it's too late for a lot of these people. The machine has been running their life from birth. They can't a lot of them seem, uh, for all intents and purposes, they seem incapable of changing their mind on anything. Very stubborn. They they think that the TV and all these other people they've never met are, you know, they think their word is golden sometimes. And a lot of times they won't even listen to, to people in the reality, flesh and blood individuals, in the reality that they encounter. It's almost like they're putting people and you know maybe I'm guilty of that too but some of the people that I tune into Mark Passio for example they have a lot to offer but you know there's also a lot of deceivers the mainstream pretty much anything on the TV there's there's still people listening to the TV and you know if they keep that up the machine the machine will take them and a lot of them have even accepted that. So you don't really have to worry about them because the machine's dealing with them. They're in a prison and it's really their ultimate responsibility to break out of that prison. But outside of them, there are forces that want everybody to be put into a prison. And if they're acting, you know, violently towards you, then if you want to be free, you have to deal with those those uh, immoral aggressors, like military, police, especially them, because they're the, the physical people doing it. You know, there's other physical threats too. Like eventually, the um, chem, you know, the chemtrail airplanes might have to be shot down one day. Whenever we have enough resources to deal with that, but. For now, you know, if they still have the nerve to just chemtrail gas people and expect nobody to know, some of us are aware. You know, right now I don't have enough resources to uh, fix the problems in the sky, but I have enough resources to work on other people's consciousness and to also work on my own consciousness, the, the psychedelics help. Tuning in to good people that you're listening to is very, very important for manifesting. You know, if you're going to turn something something on, some form of media, if you're going to read some kind of book, there's a lot of choices, and sometimes you know certain choices are more appropriate for the current moment than others. You know, everyone's on their own journey, so I can't really make that decision for everybody, but there's an element of choice there. So I do, I do my best to, to make the right choices at all times. I don't know if I can say that for everybody, though. I mean, if, if that were the case, maybe they're just lacking knowledge. But 
it is getting quite a bit you know the a lot of darkness around in in people a lot of sick people a whole lot of isolation a lot of really really terrible things happening uh with the weather modification you know the dark occult forces like controlling the weather now like that's you know, I mean, it just makes you wonder what this reality even is. But the real solution is for people to uh, accept the truth, share the truth with others when they learn it, and, you know, not use their time un unwisely because it's really critical now that people grow up and, um, like, you can tell there's a lot of derpers around here because, uh, I, I walk down the street and you just see things that, you know, shouldn't be there. There's just a small example, but there's a whole lot worse examples. Uh, over here's one. I don't know. Not what I would do with this kind of stuff. First of all, like, I wouldn't even drink V8. I mean, it's not the worst possible drink, but uh, certainly not the best possible drink either. I like to make my own fresh vegetable juice. Not everyone has a juicer. You know, but uh, if you if you don't have a juicer, maybe you didn't know that juice helps you. Maybe you did know juice helps you and you're just an alcoholic or something. Don't care about yourself again. You gotta engage the will and sometimes choose new things and have enough courage to and faith even in yourself that you can figure out new things that when you know that you should be doing these new things it's just, don't let the ego keep you from doing it. But, yeah, one of the big new things is just taking responsibility. Like, look, check out this these people. Um, still in Missouri, but they just don't even fix their own road. It's just pathetic. I think they, they think the government owns this road. And so they put off something as basic as fixing their own road. They, they put that off on the other people, and in the meantime, your car, the people who live here, their car are the ones driving down this road and taking all the damage from the potholes, and their friends are the ones who are going to have to drive down this road and be inconvenienced by the potholes, and they're, they have to slow down for the speed bumps. When fi fixing a road like this is so easy, it's just like as simple as, you know, picking up this can throwing it in the bottom of the one of these holes. That's excellent road material right there, Bud Light can. But again, people, obviously someone around here is drinking Bud Light, so they're obviously not even thinking of ideas as simple as scooping up dirt on the side of the road and throwing it in the hole so that it doesn't, so that you can drive down your own road. Like, look at all this road material. Does nobody here own a shovel? Like, uh, I know they're not working 24-7, certainly they have a five minutes, five gallon bucket and a shovel to shovel up some gravel. I mean, there's bigger piles of, of road material than this. All down this road, the road material so it tends to go to the edge of the road, but you can always just throw larger rocks in these holes. Some of this clay, mix in some of this sandy gravel material. And then go and throw it in these giant fucking potholes. Maybe with some of those plastic bottles and aluminum cans. And uh, it'll be fixed in no time.
you know, I'm gonna have to be the one single-handedly fucking doing this. So, like, I don't want to throw this can in there now, but actually, it's probably not gonna hurt anybody's tire, so find a hole for it. Why not? Later, I'm gonna be doing this with a five-gallon bucket and a shovel, but here's me officially starting fixing my own road. Was that so hard? You know, that'll compact down when someone drives their car over it. But later on, I'm going to do it with a five-gallon bucket, shovel, and uh, make it look a lot. Just every, every once in a while when I drive by, stop, take five or ten minutes, fill up a fucking pothole. It's called agorism. It's called taking responsibility for your own road that you own because you use it. You know, like I, I live here, I use this road, therefore I have a larger stake, more, you could say some percentage of it if you want to look at it that way, as a percentage of ownership. I have more percentage ownership than some politician who's never even driven down the street claiming that he owns the road. Like the state, the state's an imaginary entity. Doesn't, the state isn't even real. It's imaginary. It can't own real things. Imaginary entities can't own things in reality. Like, it's a shame you have to explain explain it that way to people, but again, what do you expect from people drinking Keystone Light at this time? Like, do you not, not these people, it's like they don't, they don't care about themselves. They know it's bad to drink Keystone Light, but they don't give a fucking shit at all. So, again, they're just choosing to be that way. I don't have to get upset about those people. Really, I don't. I just gotta take care of my own shit. And, uh, what is this? A fine Miller Lite, a fine Pilsner beer. I mean, this is, the, this is the clean side of the street. Later on, maybe in the next podcast, I'll drive you down and show you the dirty side of the street where you'll see a lot worse things than this. But on the clean side of the street, you got huge fucking problems like this. And yeah, of course government's not going to come over here and fix it, because they have no stake in this. They don't actually own this fucking street. They're just pretending like they do. And all these derps that live here agree with, agree that the government owns it, and the net, net effect is that the road never gets fixed. When literally it's as easy as just scooping that up and throwing it in. Nobody fucking takes responsibility, because they're fucking grown-up children. It's just sad. It's just sad. You know, when I was growing up, I, I kind of assumed that the adults were smarter than me. Kind of assumed that they knew, knew some things and, you know, had acquired knowledge. Now that I'm 33, I guess, more of an adult, I, st I realized that, you, you know, it's all relative. Some of these... Some of these people, compared to where I'm at, are giant overgrown babies with no knowledge almost at all, or negative knowledge even. Not only do they know nothing about very important things, but they've been programmed to believe things that are completely off, off basis and wrong, you know, like the belief in authority and government. So getting them back to just basic knowledge or the zero point, it's going to take a whole lot of deprogramming that... Ultimately, they have to choose for themselves. I mean, I can put the vibes out, but these people uh, have to be the ones to take it into themselves. Not, I can't force it down their throat or anything.
I mean, I can, you know, do my best to survive in a situation like this. And uh, that's what I do every day. I've already, I've just moved here. Thank God, out of fucking that literal Illuminati death trap that was a mid-sized average American city. Just a giant prison, you know, with like military takeover, the possibility of military takeover right there for anyone to see. It's just a lot, a lot more safe out here. Like, what, why would a military even want to come out here? in the near future. They don't, there's nothing out here except cows, fucking cow shit, uh, broken roads, and derps. Giant, you know, hordes of derps. <laughs> not as much, not as much as in Springfield, so. Got a lot better tactical advantage. It's a big lift on my shoulders. It's almost like a, a, uh, kind of like a energetic lift just moving out here. The, the air's cleaner. You know, maybe the roads aren't quite as flat, but um, it's an easy fix. It's a really nice road for running. The sandy material. I probably ran 35 or 40 miles. I've been out here maybe two weeks. So, yeah, I've been level, a big level up, just the location. You know, I could run pretty good in Springfield, but the air was fucking dirty. It's not even that big of a city. And compared to out here, it's like the air out here cleans your lungs. You know, and I'm sure there's some other spot that I could eventually move to that have even better air, that with maybe less cow shit everywhere. Garbage in, garbage out. And uh, you can kind of take a look at what... Here's a big one. These people, they're just... They gotta have their fences literally everywhere. Like, for what reason? What, they're like... I've barely seen, I think I maybe saw one or two cows in this giant pinned off section since I moved here. I don't know, the cows I I saw, I swear I saw one, one day. But again, the animals don't belong to people. Uh, that's one of the big learning lessons is, again, what, what do people, what belongs to you and what doesn't belong to you? Animals don't belong to owners. That's not a valid way of thinking about life on this planet and the net effect of massive amounts of people religiously being programmed to believe that animals like livestock belong to them is these roadblocks unnecessarily blocks of paths everywhere so you know i'm i'm expected to to walk down this street and yeah this is a nice street and um filled with potholes we already went over that but what if I want to walk, you know, over to that river and just hang out, enjoy the nice natural area? It's a bunch of people, like, they have this obsession with the system and the matrix and the grid of ownership, of fake ownership, really. Just an obsession to the point where it ruins everything for everyone, because you can't even walk through the woods to your neighbor's house because it's literally fences everywhere. Just pointless, stupid fences. And nobody's using this area. I mean, wouldn't it be nice to set up kind of like a uh, natural community or something? Actually, you wouldn't really... This river, quote-unquote stream over there, is so polluted. So, so polluted with cow manure 
A, and then people's fucking trash, like toxic waste. Way worse than those beer cans. Again, I'll show you later what I found later down the street but these rivers are fucked man like this is just I, I don't know exactly what the name of this creek is but you would never ever want to drink from it just because of the the sheer amount of cow shit and the immediate right up the hill from it i'll show you later what i what i found because it's a lot worse on the other side of the street but uh it's just not not an exactly a nice place if i had a life straw wouldn't mind drinking from that little life straw. It's not super clear or anything, but... I was reading Anastasia, and she was talking about the Garden of Eden. And uh, I guess she just telepathically sees this or something. You know, looks back in the past, or... I, who knows, maybe she's just making it up. Maybe that guy, Vadim, is just making the whole Anastasia story up, but... I, I kind of discount that theory about Anastasia from Russia just because Vadim is such a derp that I don't think he appears to be such a fucking typical derp I, I don't think he's capable of making something up like this but she was talking about the uh, Garden of Eden and how the the you didn't even have to eat anything you could just breathe and the air was so full of life-giving nutrients that there was no reason to even eat the plants you know, I guess you could drink the water in the streams and it wouldn't hurt you. Like, again, it's a reflection of consciousness levels. And the reflection that we're getting now is all about control, all about fake ownership, like uh, unhealthy obsession with, with these imaginary kind of borders. And, uh, you know, just slavery really terrible like here's another one of these parasites in people's fake financial boats fucking power grids um, completely unnecessary it was never should have been invented in the first place if people had their heads straight no reason to have a centralized power grid it's just other than other than enslaving people and you can go look at what happened to tesla and all his work and jp morgan and everything to figure out that yeah the entire purpose of the power grid is more about slavery and control than it even is about giving people electricity because it's certain they're certainly not giving you electricity and um with even technology that was invented a hundred years ago you shouldn't be paying for power for electricity for to some other fucking these people they still burn coal for power in missouri it's just sad still burning coal but yeah, it's kind of like, you know, spiritual sort of war zone at this point. And uh, people don't perceive it that way. But it's based on their consciousness level, you know. People, these derps, drinking beer. Beer kills your consciousness. Um, alcohol is like putting you into your brain, turning your brain into a pea. Your consciousness level is this big. Others, other illegal substances... You know, LSD, mushrooms, peyote, they turn your brain into, like, they just take your little pea-sized brain and then take a few hits of LSD, now it's this big. Take a few more, uh, and all of a sudden you're this this big. You've got that much ideas and thought power in your head. And then you start perceiving things completely differently, and uh, 
you know, but you're in more in touch and in harmony with truth. It's not just about weird exotic psychedelics or anything, but more so than it is how much do you perceive accurately and understand what's really happening. And clearly, these people don't get it, otherwise this shit wouldn't still fucking be here. This power grid, these broken roads that people who own it don't even fix their own road because they're that much of derps. They just drive their old, old beat-up cars over it, and I have an old, old a pretty old beat-up car, so it's nice to have on a road like this because uh, if I had a brand new, you know, nice car, I would be... Uh, a little annoyed about the, um, you know, these gravel roads, they kind of get your car dirty too, but my car is kind of old, so, again, it's like the perfect car for this type of road. Before I got it, it was driven on a gravel road, which sounded even worse than this. I mean, this isn't, this really isn't bad if it wasn't for all the holes. Some areas are really bad, but again, that's an easy, easy fix. Just scoop up some of this stuff and throw it in, like, literally... A child could have thought of that, but with a with a program that people have been addicted to, the religion, it kind of shuts down the imagination to where, yeah, like, probably the other derps on this street, they probably, the idea never came to them. Never once even had the idea to just get a shovel and then fill their, the hole and fix their own road. It's, it's that, like, pathetic, so... I've been ranting for a long time about fucking potholes, but, uh, you know, it's a chronic thing, and maybe a lot of people haven't thought of just, you know, but with the paved roads, it's a little different, because you can't, I guess you could just throw sand in the paved road, but they, they, the, the materials I have here are just abundant and free. They're perfect road materials. It's not like that in the city. This city is so much more strict. They... You know, you might get shot by some cop for vandalizing public property or something. That's, you know, the amount of fear these people are under. Yeah, I was talking earlier about lottery tickets, and here's another example. A whole lot of hundreds. Uh, you know, again, alcoholics thinking that they're going to win the lottery or something. It's just cannon fodder. So, really, at this point, it's just like a matter of outliving these people, because they're the the, the clock's ticking for them. They ain't gonna make. They ain't gonna make it much, much longer with these behavioral patterns and addictions, and you know, terrible, literally the worst kind of fucking diet you could imagine. Some of these people, like the uh, cattle farms. Here's an interesting might not be able to see it, but it looks like some kind of crop circle formation or something. Perfect circle right in the middle of the road. Wonder what that could be. But, um... Yeah, there's a lot of cow cattle farms in this area, and that's... You know, I, I moved out of the city, and I, I had a theory of why the city, city was getting hit so hard with chemtrails. I was like, well, maybe if I just move 30 minutes out of town, there'll be less chemtrails, but... Hard to say, we got chemtrails sprayed pretty hard um, the other day. Yeah, and they, they have it kind of on like a weird robotic, kind of almost random, but at the same time, 
kind of robotic or like some sort of computer algorithm is choosing which days you get sprayed and which days are going to be crystal clear. So we got we got hit pretty hard with that and then there's a lot of radio towers in the in the area which are basically just mind control towers at this point. Um, mind control and then probably being used uh, in conjunction with a harp and the um, chemtrails you know to make the atmosphere much more easily manipulated and everything by the weather controllers all this being done in secret while people are drinking drinking themselves to death and eating fucking fat cheeseburgers and and you know not really caring at all about the beautiful nature like just people fence off these mass vast areas of land and you never even see see a single person on it it's just sad it's like Kind of, kind of almost like God's gift to humanity of having such a beautiful area to roam around into um, a big giant playground that's just fenced off. No, nobody's even using it. Like, just because of the fucking ownership grid, I think that's a, a new word I'm going to coin. The, the false ownership grid. Uh, kind of, or matrix is a good word for it. But people, that's one of the most important things people have to learn is... Um, what true property rights are under natural law. Because that's at the heart of all of this mind control. Again, once you once you realize that, that knowledge kind of shows you the clear 2020 truth of what the Fed, the Federal Reserve is, how, how the government's screwing you over, how the Fed's screwing you over, how the bank's screwing you over, how the insurance company's screwing you over, how all of them are screwing you over at the same time, and that's all that you really need is that knowledge and then some time to develop the will to uh, uh, become more powerful than they are because it's the forces of fear. They, they hate themselves. They hate everyone else. They have very little power. All they can really do is trick, trick people into uh, hurting themselves. And that's basically what's being done. I mean, it's as simple as, like, beer bottles everywhere. Like, if that's not some sort of demonic trick, I don't know what is. Getting people to drink this much fucking alcohol and use this much plastic products, because it's almost like for these people, they go down a dark path, and they're born into a dark path, and then the dark path carries a lot of inertia, because they've been heading down this, and some of them have been putting pushing the gas on their car, Heading straight to hell, down the highway to hell. They've got so much inertia that for them to even think about changing directions, some of them give up hope. And they're just like, yeah, I'm going to ride this out and see where hopefully I'll die. Hopefully if I drink enough, you know, maybe my death won't be that painful. But typically what happens is it's just a slow, drawn out really downward spiral that yeah you got to learn how just how evil those or how bad and unhealthy those decisions are over just enough time with just enough darkness for you to be who knows what happens to those people after they die but they didn't learn very many things in this life i mean some of them learn that alcohol is bad but again others don't because they haven't stopped drinking yet so budweiser bud light this consciousness level, like where, I don't know, I take ayahuasca for breakfast. These people fucking apparently drink Bud Light for breakfast, and we live on the same street. That's, like, this is not acceptable. It's not, it's not acceptable. Uh, 
at least, at least I don't, they're stuck in their little houses in the cage, so they're not really an immediate threat to me at all. Really, I'm not under any immediate threats right now, other than the chemtrails and uh, all the weather modification. The cow shit is kind of annoying, but, oh, the water over here is kind of definitely contaminated with the cow shit, but for now, my life's, you know, running along just fine for now, even though if you saw the amount of debt that I have in my fake financial situation, it would just make people want to laugh, laugh in my face, but I don't really let it stress me out. I, I think it'll, I don't think it'll take care of itself over time, so... Uh, it's kind of sad for right now. I'm not Again, I'm not really sad about it. So I guess it's not really that sad. But it would be nice to, you know, have enough money to um, buy a new camera so I don't have to use my iPhone camera. Although, I'm getting decent results with, with just this. And if my content is good enough, you know, what real difference is a fancy camera going to make? But I have one picked out. It's like $1,200 right now on Amazon. But I already have the computer and the video editing and the Linux programming skills to handle all the data analysis. You know, again, that's not that big of a deal, but eventually it'll get get myself a new camera and up the podcast quality a bit. I'll, I'll use it for my, you know, music videos and stuff. It'll be fun. Not really a distraction as much as just something that makes sense since the amount of media work I do. I'll still use the iPhone, though. Just handy for these walks and stuff, but I did drain the battery on the first first time earlier. Oh, just kind of running my mouth at this point, I guess. But uh, I've had a decent experience uh, moving. It's just God, these people. Just something as simple as moving your stuff from one uh, house to another house in the modern world. Like the amount of parasites that in middlemen, you've got your your realtors, you've got your bankers, and you've got all these other companies, just like all this paperwork, like cutting down trees. Just they cut down trees. They don't even use hemp paper. Just they're that derpy. They're they're just that pathetic. They cut down trees for I don't know how much paperwork I had to sign. I didn't read a single goddamn page of it. To sign to get to get to get permission to move out of one police state nightmare and onto something much nicer, but you know, still still has problems. I had to go through fucking a hundred middlemen. It seemed like stacks of paper. You know, people programming all these fucking systems on on the computer. You know, and then have all this fake money with these parasites feeding off of it. This, it's so backwards that it's just laughable. It's it's laughable how stupid uh, all these people in this reality, not just Americans. Like, this is a global issue. Like, it, people can point to Americans and say they're the stupid ones, but in other countries, they have the same fucking shit. That's why I'm not really in a big hurry to just move to some other country. Like, I saw a news article about Brazil having having a third of their rainforest sold sold to China. So it's the same fucking problem. I've heard that, I heard the other day that maybe our Mark Twain National Forest sections of it might be sold over to China in Missouri. And I'm just kind of like, 
same fucking problem as a lot of other places in the world. So it's got to be kind of faced on some level or dodged, but maybe a little bit of both faced and dodged. But people got to grow up and stop derping off, stop watching TV, eating fucking animal products, ice cream, you know, processed sugar, all these different known poisons, aspartame, there's derps. Still drinking aspartame. They still, like, there's other beverages that cost the same amount or cheaper. It's like they pay extra money to drink fucking aspartame. When literally they, they could just drink distilled water or, uh, yeah, you can get a gallon of distilled water for a dollar. Or you can buy fucking aspartame, you know, toxic nightmare. So the element of choice, again, is always there. Like, these people can't fully just blame other people, their problems on other people, when they're the ones going to the grocery store and pigging out on just terrible, terrible things, when they know it's bad for them. Like, here, Dr. Pepper. No, Dr. Thunder. That might, that might actually be less toxic than Dr. Pepper, but probably not. Dr. Thunder Soda. It's just unacceptable. You know, I don't feel sorry for the person drinking Dr. Thunder. It says right on the back, high fructose corn syrup, preservatives. Come on, do you want diabetes? Do you want like cancer? You probably shouldn't drink Diet Dr. Thunder if you fucking, you know, if you want thunder energy, get some other sort of natural thunder energy. I mean, if anyone knows of a really great thunder energy, I could use some of that. If it's herb, herbal and natural and not gonna hurt me. That sounds great, but Dr. Thunder sounds like this Archon Illuminati kind of like perversion of what, what the natural thunder and, you know, a strong thunder kind of sounds like, I don't know, it's powerful though, but they got to take all those names and put them on their fucking garbage products. Mountain Dew, Dr. Thunder, like, like, like we're in like... Like they like it's like a master psychologist, just like Mark Passio says, playing tricks on a fucking baby. That's that's what's going on on this planet. They're just like, oh, yeah, you'll win the lottery. Like and people fall for it. It's buy buy tickets, where it's we tell you ahead of time that it's mathematically set up to where you're not gonna win. But but you know there's a chance you could. There's a chance you could. So they 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 tell you ahead of time how they're gonna fuck you over, and then they give you the choice and say. Well, and I, I was listening to another weird, weird podcast about uh, these elites that run this business in, in California, of all places. Unsurprisingly, they run this business where, and this could be a front organization for, for human trafficking. I mean, I would suspect that it is. But on its face... On the public interface with their website and shit, they say it's called humansaremeat.com or something. Humansaremeat.something. But it's a restaurant where I guess elites can come and feed uh, and eat, literally eat people. Um, like, uh, have these, you know, chefs cook, cook human victims and they, and they're kind of, they say, they say that these people volunteered to fight each other in this underground cave 
and fight to the death and also have robots fighting them. And that their remains are then cooked by these master chefs and then I'm sure for an expensive, really expensive price, the global elites can eat there. And in, in California, you know, the same place that, that has Bohemian Grove and all these other atrocities, you know, restrictions on, on how, much, how much ammo your pistol can have, slave. Look at all this rogue material. Uh, so much rogue material right there in the ditch. Like, what, what do these people have? Like, they just don't care about their own road. Or they're just big complainers, endlessly complain. I, mean, I bet you there's someone living here who's been complaining about the road for fucking years now. Won't, God, won't lift a goddamn finger when, you know. Oh, well, I kind of thought, whenever I thought of the idea, which happened, like, within a week of moving here, of just filling the fucking pothole myself, I kind of felt like a genius. Because it was like, huh, I'm apparently the smartest person on this street. <laughs> or something. So much fucking potholes. See, if you take care of this when, when they first manifest, it doesn't end up like that. But you gotta just... Like, you, you see a, pot, a small pothole, like here. That one's not bad. If you, if you stay on top of it, before it turns into like a three foot hole, you know, the road never gets to this fucking condition. And, and it really, we can all share that responsibility since, you know, I'm not the only one using this street. Other people use it too. I'll just be, since they're too derpy, I'm gonna have to make up for all of them, which is fine, because I like a challenge, because I'm not a derp. But uh, here's a big one, right, right here. Just unacceptable. Unacceptable, especially when there's sand right there. You just take the sand and shovel and throw it right there. Like, I could have thought of that when I was four, before I did any psychedelics, you know? So, totally unacceptable. But, a lot of unacceptable things going on. Uh, radio towers down the street, controlling, controlling the weather, setting up waves. You can literally see waves in the sky, radio waves, in, in the chemtrail mixture. Like, for what purpose? Why? How is that helping anybody? Oh, the aluminum in the air? How is that helping anyone? It's like, they just accept this reality. They accept it, and they're like, Yeah, I'm a slave. So what? Yeah, I drink beer. Big whoop. Want to fight about it? <laughs> it's laughable. So... Over time, literally all I have to do to overcome all this is just like not let it get to me and not be not be upset about it and Because that's that brings your vibe down being upset about other other derps choices kind of brings your vibe down like Yeah, I'll fix my own road. That would be a great workout. I'll feel Really amazing and the other derps may or may not fucking take my example. Maybe they will Who knows more road material but It's just, uh, you know, you can't let it get to you, otherwise you're going to fucking go down too. Because another thing Anastasia says in the Ringing Cedars of Russia series, great, great books. Really high consciousness woman that lives out in the, the woods, in the, in the fucking freezing tundra almost. Does perfectly fine because she's perfectly in harmony with nature. 
and knows all these fucking natural secrets. You know, knows how to be telepathically, like, connect with the animals and have them do things for her. Have the bears kind of, like, keep her warm at night. Literally, it's in, the, it's in the book. Just, you can apparently get in such harmony with nature that it can be freezing and you just go in a bear's cave and, it, and it'll cuddle you. That's what it said. That's what the book said. So read it and make up your own mind or don't read it. But I found I got a lot of benefit out of it. Anyway, I might take a break. This podcast has gone on long enough for now, I feel. But uh, more to come. More, lots of good. I haven't even showed you the dirty side of the street. So thanks, thanks for listening. And um, oh, yeah. I can't really just expect other people to pay my bills on library or something. I mean, it'd be nice, you know, but that, that, that's the problem. That's the addiction to the money system is everybody's begging to have their bills paid. And they, they're doing, they're throwing their entire energy away. They're throwing all their will to live away. They're giving away their property to parasites. They're accepting all these horrendous slave conditions just for the sake of having their fake bills, which are fake, there's computer software, having their computer software say that their balance is zero, a lot of these people, or that they have, you know, a extra excess balance of, let's say, a million dollars, so if then they'll feel a little bit more like they're in control of reality, that they could survive and maybe retire, maybe retire in 10 years, if I got a nice million dollar thing that I can invest in all this stuff that I don't really own, it's all fake, I'm going to spend hours and hours a day on it and because uh, they have no backbone they, they, can, they have no idea what's being done to them with the fed they have no backbone and so they're just being used they're being like manipulated by i don't know dark occultists like what else do you call them it's just sad but at least i see it at least I see it, and you can see it too if you stay on the path. I mean, obviously you do see it by now if you're still listening to this, but... Yeah, we got to work together and you got to learn how to just be stronger than the police. Like, be able to beat up a thousand of them. That'd be great. You won't be so afraid of them. But what I was getting at is um, it's literally impossible for everyone to pay their bills by design. Not gonna happen ever. So stop, stop throwing all of your most valuable shit. Your time. People trade their time, their energy, their resources, everything for some uh, something that is never ever going to fix itself. No matter how much energy you throw at it. That's the whole purpose of the Federal Reserve is to trick people into to sabotaging themselves, throwing away everything valuable and trading it. Well, they, like, literally, according to the software, you're not getting anything back. You can't get anything back. Nobody, everybody can't be at zero debt. That's not how it works. <laughs> it's just nonsense. People got to realize it's nonsense and then stop, stop obeying, basically. You know, wrapping it back around to... Where I was earlier, people got to get out of this slave, pathetic, fear-based consciousness, and just they got to learn how to say no. You know, everything's at stake. 
all of your energy, again, your life, what you do with your time, how good your life's going to be, it's all at stake. If you can't say no, if you can't um, back it up with, you know, some, some, some kind of force, whatever force you have. Right now I've got, uh, uh, you know, some, some crude tools of maybe fucking whatever, whatever you got a weapon you got to use to back up. Because these, we're, we're, these derps and these slaves and these cops, and uh, they're all using the, the most derpy tools at this point. Like, these uh, handguns and rifles, they, that technology is fucking 300 years old. That's what we're all fighting each other with, or, this, or not even fighting, because they, again, the will to resist has been demolished in people. That's what the, sh the sheepdogs, they have a couple rifles. Two or three sheepdogs, and they're leading the entire human herd right into the slaughterhouse. Really good and accurate analogy. But, uh, I like to, um, not so much vent as, uh, just shine some light on it with these podcasts so that, you know, people learn a few things, maybe feel inspired to uh, just not pay the rent. You know, just tell the landlord to fuck off. Like, Huh, you think you're going to invite the sheriff over here? Well, middle finger sheriff. It's not, not going to happen either. You don't own this place either. Who do you think you are? <laughs> that's, what, that's all it takes. Like It's it's not some overcomplicated solution to all these problems. It's just like, tell the sheriff to fuck off. Tell the bank to fuck off. You know... I mean, yeah, they might pull some, try to pull some manipulations and try to get your power shut off. Try to get, you know, to you to where you can't buy food anymore. But that's why it's strength in numbers. It's like one person may or may not be able to accomplish much on their own with that. But if they can spread the mental correction to all this, this truth about it, and people take the truth into themselves, then, then all of a sudden it'll shift will happen. Because it's like we're quantumly obeying to various degrees based on how much uh, understanding and knowledge we have of the truth of the matter. When, you, when you're when you completely blind to it, more or less, you're going to be unconsciously obeying it and in fear of it. Whenever you have a, a little bit of knowledge, you're able to protect yourself a little, a little bit from it and maybe not give away and sacrifice the earth completely just to please this system. But then once you start to get fully aware of the machinations of the state and how how completely nonsensical and stupid it is there's no reason there's no reason at this point to even comply like i already i already thought through that i already thought through what happens when people when people obey the fucking federal reserve and pay their bills and pay their taxes it doesn't work so we can't keep doing something that doesn't work Otherwise, the whole, you know, otherwise you're just going to die. That's like, your life, is at, your life is at stake here. You have a stake in this, you know. Your energy, you know, what you, your freedom, like what you do with your time. Like, I spend a lot of my time working out now. Instead of trying to apply for jobs and shit. Because I'm like, not, I just don't, my heart doesn't feel inspired to go apply for fucking jobs. Because I've seen what happens when I, all the other derps do that. So yeah, my fan finances are fucking broke, but they're fucking fake. They're imaginary. We'll see where it goes, and uh, maybe I can. Uh, I I don't know. I, I'm not that attached to it. I have multiple people in my my life that help me um, with actual physical resources, 
you know, I'm trying to learn how to garden. Going to set up a real nice garden. Going to get some on-the-ground value instead of just fake software represent perversion and representation of value. Uh, I've got enough masculine energy to defend myself from most for most other males, you know, in, in groups of males too. I can defend myself from groups of males. And again, if I don't really like just go looking for a fight or anything, if I just stay here and con continue to get more and more powerful every day, it'll get to the point, like I, I can already run 15 to 20 miles in a day if I had to, without even that much of a problem. Like. Usually I'm going 8 or 10 at this point. I don't know. I don't keep super, super strict record of it, but that's that's a big that's a big deal. If you can run 10 miles, like you can outrun most cops easy. Out outrun most military people because they yeah some of them are in shape, but they're being they're running a script so they can't be as in shape as you. It's like Morpheus on the Matrix telling Neo he's like, yeah their life is based on rules the agents, so they can't be as powerful as you can be. Because you uh, have the ability, you're now free from the rules, of the fake rules of the fake matrix. You're free, and so you can spend your time learning all this shit that they can't, they don't have time to learn. Police don't have fucking time to learn exotic martial arts. They All they're fucking doing is driving their car down the street you know, pointing lasers at people, just wasting their whole fucking day, throwing all their energy away to the fake money system. So they're they're the, the house slaves. They're the biggest dupes out of all of them. Possibly. I mean, everyone's being duped to some degree. Hard to say who's being duped the most, but... Once you recognize it again, you stop being... It stops working on you. And the more of it you recognize, the more it stops working on you. Which is why it's good to do research. And to think critically and not run away from the negative... You know, because I, I analyze these scenarios and data um, a lot. I, I, I sit here sometimes for hours and just think about all the different parts of the economy. And that's how I got to be so confident about how stupid it is. And how I can just openly say how dumb all this stupid shit is. And that it's just a, amazing it's still here. All this dumb shit. Like... <laughs> I mean, I could be grateful to, to, like, have a warm place and some food, but, like, it's 2020, like, there's 7 billion people here, like, can we not come to some sort of understanding to where, you know, the food and the, the food and the shelter is supposed to be free from nature, it's not supposed to be, like, this amazing blessing that we're all supposed to, like, just be so grateful because it could be because it could be taken away from us at any second by the forces of evil. They could take our food away, they could take our house away. They could take everything. Where they're military and police. We're, so I, I'm so grateful to just have the bare minimum. I mean, yeah, a lot of people would be really grateful for that because they're, you know, their life's a lot more shitty than mine, but if I'm able to uh, up-level myself, I can open a lot of doors for a lot of other people. And that's what the whole purpose of this podcast. Just uh, opening doors in people's minds so that they can go and then open the same doors in other people's minds. You know, the internet's a great way to do it. But once the doors are open, you, they don't fucking close. You, you go you go through the door, now your, your mind's expanded. And now... <laughs> Now this whole thing just looks like a giant fucking joke, like a a silly fucking joke that a bunch of a bunch of derps somehow 
And that's why I call them derps. It's because they're derps. It's not because I'm, like, com incompassionate and insincere and, like, <laughs> looking down on them or anything. It's just objectively, they are derps. So... <laughs> If we, if we call them out, then, then they have the opportunity to stop being that way. You say, you can be nice to them and be like, hey, did you know you don't have to pay taxes? Did you know that? <laughs> did you know the police uh, are, don't necessarily have to threaten everyone with laser, with laser beams? And did you know that the bankers are fucking screwing you over every day? Did you know that? No, you didn't know. Oh, okay, well, would you like to learn more information? Maybe you would. Okay, well, go look at my podcast. It's that easy. So I think I've I think I've done enough for today. I'm gonna probably go video video edit this. Uh, it's been a good time. Hopefully, somebody l laughed a little bit because such a, just such a joke. It's just funny sometimes, you know. But at the same time, I, I don't want it to continue or anything. It's not that funny. It's been since I'm in the middle of it. So, we'll, we'll get over it. We'll get over it. Don't worry. Would you like to derp with me? Would you like to go on a dur? We could derp around. It's derpy derp 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 all over the dur. Would you like to derp with me?